Welcome back to the Jojatorium. You know who it is. It's the King with the Boys. Same familiar cast of characters here, bringing another action-packed episode. Real quick question. Do you like beer? If you're listening to us, it's a pretty safe assumption that you do. And you probably like beer gear. And if that's true, you might not know where to get it. And that's where First Sip Brew Box comes in. First Sip Brew Box is a monthly subscription swag box that brings you some of the coolest gear from shirts to glassware to food to hangover cures and much, much more. First Sip Brew Box is teaming up with Necromancer Brewing, Trace Brewing, and the Pittsburgh Brewery Diversity Council to bring us all a little treat in the near future, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. You can follow First Sip Brew Box on all social media by searching out their name, or you can get your subscription started by heading over to firstsipbrewbox.com and tell them the boys sent you. So, it's another wonderful evening here in southwestern Pennsylvania. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I think that we have some breaking news that New Jack of ECW fame has passed away from an apparent heart attack at 58 years old. Crazy, but too. If you look at the miles on his body, that dude was 90. I mean, you don't get oh, to jump. For sure. Yeah. You're jumping off of balconies through tables, through people, through anybody. And he, he like, he almost, he almost killed a guy, right? That Dark Side of the Ring episode. He, like, cut some dude's face up where he, the, the fat guy, Mass Transit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he cut up Mass Transit pretty bad. He beat up Gypsy Joe, who was, like, an 80-year-old man. He, he beat him within an inch of his life in a match. And he <laughs> almost Gypsy killed Vic Joe. Grimes in a match. He threw he threw the Grimes through the uh, off the scaffold through all those tables. Oh yeah, that was, which is that the famous was, clip. Yeah, I was going to say for every ECW episode that came on Saturday nights at two o'clock in the morning, that was yeah. like the premiere. Like when they go wow wow, as you see Vic just go through all those tables, man. It was disgusting. Yeah, he's, he's dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> crazy. This is. This is the guy that would swan dive off the Empire State Building just to get a pop. Right. Like Yes. And also um, would not take shit from anybody. And if you were a rookie in the back trying to ask him if you could get some offense in, you get mass transited. You just get cut up. He'll bring a – he would bring a – would bring – would, past tense. He would bring a trash can full of objects to smash over your head repeatedly until you actually had to give up and it wasn't even part of kayfabe. Yeah. So rest in peace, New Jack. I loved I uh, loved your career, man. You were a crazy dude and you're gone too early or maybe not. I'm not sure, but <laughs> never boring rest, to watch. Yeah. Rest easy. And hopefully you hit God in the head with a spike or something to show him who's boss. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, boys, uh, I'm putting my my winning streak on the line here. Uh, because speaking of wrestling, I have to, uh, bring back in the, the, the dreaded bets of doom. doom. Thank you. Because on Sunday, May 16th. Yeah. I would like to point out real quick. What winning streak? You You haven't haven't even won. You haven't won shit. You just didn't lose. (laughs) Yeah. That's winning. He's putting his not losing streak on the line. Yeah. Okay, so I have the same winning streak then. Yeah, I mean, All right. listen, it's, it. there's three of us. If you don't lose, you win. Okay, I'm, I'm down with that. I was just <laughs> clarifying. I'm okay. down with that. 
So thank you for the clarification. My winning streak is on the line. His not losing streak. <laughs> His silver winning medal streak. My silver medal streak, streak of one. Not bronze medal in a race of three is on the line this Sunday, May 16th. When the backlash of one of the probably the worst WrestleMania cards we've seen in the modern era takes place. Um, I would like to say that, you know, how badly WrestleMania went, we should know what happens, but that's not always the case. So betting on it becomes a little more fun because we don't really know how creative is going to work with this. So, Josh, let us know what's happening on the WrestleMania backlash match card. So excited for this one, guys. So I was actually up in the air between UFC 262 and this. But I looked back at the Bets of Doom that we've done in the past. And I noticed that every UFC fight, I tend to lose. So let, let's do some backlash here, huh? So yeah, I figured, I figured this would be uh, more fun, too. Because like the, I think the 260 card, 262 card is kind of jacked up. Like everyone's pulling out and the, the fights aren't as strong as they yeah, were the cards not as packed um i think the main event is what chandler versus olivier yeah for the yeah. for the title oh is that for the title yeah okay. for, for the title that uh could be uh vacated yeah gotcha but anyway we're not talking ufc two two six already right already now. put my money on that i'm winning big <laughs> We are talking <laughs> backlash of, like Matt said, the worst WrestleMania in all, probably the history of WrestleMania. I wouldn't go that far. I would say just in the modern, there, there was some real stinkers back in the 90s. <laughs> Watch yourself some WrestleMania. I'm 10. putting it in the bottom 10 for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely bottom in the bottom 10 for sure. Maybe bottom oh, yeah. five. Possibly yeah, bottom. you know what? I could agree with that. Bottom five for sure. So uh, what we'll do is we'll we'll kick it off with what should be the opening match here. And we're going to have Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match. In the past, Lumberjack matches really haven't been hitting as well lately because you you split the brands and you only get like six people around the ring. <laughs> the jobber squad. Yeah. Back in, back in like the Attitude Era, you would have the entire back locker room sitting around on the outside. You couldn't see a gap to run through. Yeah. Also, uh, I think that this little rivalry here has been done to death already. And I think that the lumberjack match is probably the last, uh, last bit you're going to see here between the whole Damien priest versus the Miz versus John Morrison. I hope um, so. Yeah, me too. If it goes on beyond this, then it's just like hitting a dead horse, hoping that it shits out money. Cause I just don't think it's gonna, it'll go, if it goes past this, it's just it's it's not going to work anymore. Damian Priest is already over, so put him up something else. Like he's the Intercontinental Title is probably something he could start getting in the mix for. I think. Yes, but however, we know how creative is. Yeah, so, I know. To kick it <laughs> off, what if the Miz takes it just so they can prolong this? Which isn't far fetched. It's um, not. So that's but, why I'm locking in with. The Miz. Okay, that's a bold choice. Um, I think with this match, you there's a lot of outside interference that's going to happen, just like with any other lumberjack match. But I think that there's, uh, you know, of course it's kayfabe, but I think there's a a, a locker room quote unquote hate for the Miz, 
And I think that barring something insanely crazy, I think Damian Priest has to win this match because if you bury him at this point, then you've completely ruined the build-up to this match. But we've seen that that doesn't matter to them very much. So, But I'm going to take Damian Priest in this one, and hopefully they stick with it because if they don't, that's a hole to dig out of that I don't know if they can. Yeah, uh, I have to agree with Matt. Like, this guy's getting the push right now, and you, this is not the time to kill it. This isn't the time to quench it or even stutter it. Um, so I'm going with Damian Priest. That being said, there's a huge push for The Miz to play Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat movie, and I'm all behind that. Yeah, I so would sign up for that for, every day. Miz for Johnny Cage, but Damian Priest for the Lumberjack match. Yeah. See, my mind is telling me that you guys are right. But I, I'm trying to take an early advantage. I'm following my heart. So I'm next, to follow what I think is right. I think that's the right. hard part too. I yeah. want that to be right because that's if what it I, should be. If I was booking it, if it was Adam McMahon, yeah. So you do yeah. the opposite of what I would book. <laughs> yeah. Usually that'll that'll turn out right. Uh so next on the next on the docket we got the tag team championship. Surprisingly, there's a lot of championships on the on the line on this in this card. Yeah, it's WrestleMania backlash. You got, <laughs> or the way they're saying now, it's, like, it's WrestleMania backlash. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Father Son Tag Team Ray and Dominic Mysterio. So I like when you to kick it off. First, first and foremost, cool match. I like it. I like Ray Mysterio. I always have. Um, but the problem here is this is such a toss-up because the WWE does not give a wild shit about tag team wrestling. So this could literally go anyway. There's not a wrong way to pick this because they could keep the belts on Ziggler and Rude and not care, despite the fact that they should drop them to Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Um, but I think at this point, they haven't done much to push Ray and Dominic, so I think it's going to stick with Ziggler and Rude. They're going to do some heel shit, and you're going to see a super kick from Team Ziggler, and he's going to take it. I mean, he's Ziggler is the best jobber that should not be a jobber in the WWE, and, and I wish he would get a better push than he does, but he's going to be disrespected outside ta- tag team wrestling, so he's going to keep that belt, at least for till the next pay-per-view when they do a rematch. And they'll they'll drop it then to the Mysterios, but this this time around, I think it's Ziggler and Rude who are going to take the championships back. I one hundred percent disagree with you. <laughs> I am taking I am taking Ray and Dominic Mysterio. I think Vince McMahon's cold heart has thawed out. I think he's going to make history with the first father and son tag team champions at WrestleMania Backlash. And uh, <laughs> question mark. Yeah, I think I and Dominic are gonna gonna win it for the history books. And I like I like I think Dominic's very strong for how young he is. I, I think, think he's so a very too. strong performer. So let me let me go back to the statement I made there too. I hope that the Mysterios win. I do hope if, that. If they win, I do hope that Dominic carries Ray around in his arms like a baby celebrating. <laughs> he is so much bigger than his father. He is, man. Even his daughter's bigger than him. Like Ray, Ray's the smallest person in his family. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll admit I'm a Ziggler fan. I uh, I met him. Shit, at this point it was eight nine years ago <laughs> when he was successful. 
uh, when I was in the Navy, you know, stationed out in San Diego, he, uh, he came on the USO tour and came to our base and came to my hangar. And we got to walk around and meet him. It was him, Mark Henry, Randy Orton. Ooh, sounds like a real thunder from down under yeah. tour for the Navy. Yeah. Hell yeah. So when, when I got up to Ziggler, I shook his hand and I, he's like, so do you want to ask anything? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. What was it like breaking into the industry as a fucking male cheerleader? And he looked at me, he's like, do you want my real answer or the TV answer? And I was like, why not both? He's like, well, the TV answer is I'm just happy to be here and where I'm at. Doesn't matter where I started. It's where I'm, it's about where I'm at now. And he's like, and the real answer, it fucking sucked. So right then and there, I started respecting him because he told how he really felt. Can I just say, though, that the Spirit Squad was actually a lot of fun because they were so easy to hate. It was just nine guys that you just wish would just get into a bus accident. It, it just never <laughs> happened, but I hated them so much as a kid. And uh, But you could see, like, a couple of them had some legitimate skill, Ziggler being one of them. I mean, he did most of, like, the legitimate wrestling. Yeah, um, I, could, did, I see they, where he they got that hate it, but... Oh, yeah. But... All that being said, I'm I'm agreeing with Adam here that I think they're going to play on the history. I like I like the push that they keep trying to give to Dominic. They're but they're not sure if they want to do it. I think this is the right way to do it. Let them kind of ride on the coattails of Ray throughout the first half of the match, and then Dominic is the one that actually gets the pin yeah. to secure the to secure the belts. You know, I think it's really going to happen, even though I picked Ziggler and Rude. What's going to happen here is that Ziggler and Rude are going to corner Rey Mysterio for three quarters of this match. And Dominic Mysterio is going to come out and throw crazy offense. And then Ray is going to finish it off with a stylistic like 619 or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're probably going to win. I'm just trying to think like old money bags and i'm just <laughs> and I, I don't disagree with you matt and now that the picks are made i'll tell you i'm picking the mysterious because i think ray is one blown acl away from never getting in the ring again so they gotta yeah. do it as soon as possible that was my thing is yeah. he's he's probably on his last leg he's on his daniel o'brien tour yeah and i don't know when they're ever gonna like get a father son in there yeah, yeah. usually the second generation Rare. stars lately have been crap oh yeah so moving up the card, this this is where we hit all those different championship matches. They could happen in any order, but the order we're predicting here is the next one's going to be the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Now, I do want to point out that I believe all three of us called this at the WrestleMania when Cesaro mm-hmm. beat Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. It, it's time for his push to elevate into the main event picture, mm-hmm. and we all got that right. Yeah, I, w- I would I get say a, we all get a point. So we're all just <laughs> starting at zero anyway. Uh, I mean, I'll take keep that. I'll one take in my pocket. <laughs> I'll I'll take this one first, I guess, because we're we're just getting around that one first last time. Um, this one really hurts me because I love Cesaro, and I picked with my heart in the first two matches, but um, for this one, it's it's going to be Roman Reigns. Sorry, he's keeping that thing until at least SummerSlam. So. Um, I'm picking Roman Reigns on this one. I I will be pleasantly disappointed if Cesaro wins, but I, I don't think that's happening. I I agree to like that. 
I think Cesaro should win it. Only because that's me talking with my heart, though. Like I, right. I want to see Cesaro finally hit that level. I don't think it's happening yet. They're not going to have a big title change like that, especially after you made Reigns look so strong at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You're not going to immediately have him come and lose at the next pay per view to Cesaro, even though he is the Swedish Superman. It's just not going to happen. I think the Usos are going to play a part in this so that they can keep the keep the storyline building, but Reigns walks away. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Usos are going to play a huge part in this, and I think that's why Roman Reigns wins. So I do choose, I do choose Roman begrudgingly. I also think, too, it's a poor build of Cesaro. You kind of propelled him far too quickly. Um, but I also think, too, if they play this smartly, he loses dirty here sticks around the Universal Championship scene, then takes it at SummerSlam um, whenever the Usos finally defect from the family table, which is going to happen eventually. So my my deep, deep dive on it is I think Cesaro is going to lose here, win Money in the Bank, cash in at SummerSlam, and take it. I would Ooh. love that. That'd be That's really my cool. super forecast. And, and that would be that'd be great booking. So they'll probably fuck it up. But yeah, they won't do that then. Great. <laughs> you know what they're going to end up doing? They'll have Cesaro hold the money in the bank until WrestleMania. Reigns beats The Rock. Here comes Cesaro to take it after that. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay um, with that too. You know what'll happen, man? Cesaro win the money in the bank, then he'll hold it for almost a year and give it to Otis for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> And that'll be the only reason even when he's changes it. Here, man, you need this because. Yeah. <laughs> so the next match we got on the docket here, we've got the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. We've got Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus that weasel Charlotte Flair getting herself put in the match because of Sonya Deville. I hate this match. Now, can I can I just go just just let me have this for a second, Josh? Because that's fine. I'm so, yeah, I'm, so it fucking, I'm so fucking mad about this because how do you have the take home show go down with us with a silk? I can't even say her fucking name right. Oscar, the fuck, Oscar. Thank you, Ninja Check. Pinned, yeah, Ninja Check. She gets pinned clean, clean. You saw two thirds of the championship match. She got pinned fucking clean you've made her a fucking joke she is not in the title picture you might as well just drop her off and let Mm -hmm. it be ripley and flair at least then you won't have to try to put spots in for for i i hate it man i hate it so much Mm -hmm. um i think this match is dumb i think what you could have done is you could have just pared this down a little bit and you could have made this a great uh ripley versus flair match because you clearly don't care about other talent right now tell Um, them I just I, I think it's garbage. And and here's all I'll say too. This is my pick. Charlotte Flair is gonna fucking win. And if yep. she doesn't, I, I'm gonna be wildly surprised. Um, I like Charlotte Flair. I think she's actually a pretty cool wrestler. She does some great stuff, and I think she's good for the women's division if she's used correctly, but she's oversaturated and they cannot stop going back to the well. Um yep. uh, look at Ric Flair. He finally came out and said that he was completely, completely uncomfortable in the storylines they gave him leading up to the whole issue that he was like you know, going to feud with his daughter. What um, was going to be mania? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was th- against it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, but that's what they'll do, though. They'll give the, the belt to Flair, and she'll hold it until they try to think of some like 
super match. She's going to probably with probably Alexa Bliss, probably Alexa Bliss with Lily, whoever the hell that's going to be. But Charlotte Flair takes it because no one gives a shit about actually propelling talent in WWE. So fuck it. Flair takes it. Fuck. Well, I'll go next because I'm basically an echo of what Matt just said. I I couldn't be more upset with Asuka even being included in this match because she is definitely there for the pinfall. Um, and I also agree Charlotte Flair is going to take it. And you're just ruining Asuka for yeah. just, I mean, it's going to keep Rhea strong. That's great. So they can do a rematch yep. on the, whatever the next pay-per-view is. But The match they should uh, have right now. Yeah, actually, you shouldn't even have the match on this card and just save it for the next pay-per-view and build it. But we're going to we're going to push it and we're going to shove it down everybody's throat. But yeah, Charlotte, I'll also pick Charlotte Flair here. See, I I have a completely different view on it. I think that Becky Lynch is not coming out, Josh. <laughs> Becky Lynch is not coming out. She's not going to walk down the stage, and she cannot go in and make it a fatal four-way. As much as no, she, she that to happen. She's turned the SmackDown Women's she, one into a... She got, she got eaten by the zombies when you were trying to touch her <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> She's gone. She's, She's gone. gone, baby. She's gone. That's fine, because my other love is in this match. I think that... I agree that Asuka's kind of the side note in this, and that's sad, because... She was the one originally booked for the, for the title match. Charlotte is the one that came in late. Granted, yes, it's all storyline, creative, writing it, whatever. Um, I think that Ripley takes this one and takes it over Charlotte. Because if you look back to WrestleMania two years ago, it was Flair who won the NXT championship off of Ripley. Mm -hmm. So this sets up that rubber match kind of feud. I'm okay with that. If there was good writing. Yeah. I I love that. Makes sense. I want, I want Ripley to take it too. I want Ripley to have that belt. I think she should have that belt for a while because it's nice to have young talent carry a championship. uh, Cause it brings more attention. Also cause Ripley is super alternative. I mean, she she brings in a whole other demographic, and she she could really do wonders with that belt, but it ain't going to happen. I mean, I, I'll be but you can't gleefully wrong if she takes it, and I'll be very happy for her. But I would be amazed if someone that isn't named Charlotte Flair doesn't take that damn belt. You can't give her the belt. Do the whole promo that they did with Bianca, uh, Rhea, and I forget who the NXT champion just was became Raquel. I think. Yeah. You can't have them all appear on NXT like the new faces, and you can't you can't give Rhea the fucking high title of whatever brand she's on, and only let her hold it for a month. Remember oh, when the fiend? Remember when the fiend was unstoppable and he wasn't supposed to be beat, <laughs> and then he got beat by a curb stomp, and then he got beat by one RKO after almost a year of buildup. Josh, please tell me again how creative can't take something away from somebody. <laughs> I understand. But remember when Ripley, Ripley had the NXT title for a month and then Charlotte Flair went down and took it? That's what I'm saying. You can't rip it from her after a month. You can't have the same person do it twice. Oh, they can. They're going to. Oh, you can. When the last name is Flair, you I can won't do it. Com- 
if that happens, Vince is getting the Bob Nutting treatment from me. Oh, are you going to write an angry, le- angry letter that he's going to wipe his ass with? But he won't wipe his ass with it because he has a fucking solid gold bidet that shoots diamonds into his butthole. Yes. He doesn't care what you say. <laughs> he, he went up. He went up like twenty six points last quarter after he fired half of his team. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody that invincible until Rebecca Hurst Helmsley comes on the scene in about ten years. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Then, then it becomes bulletproof. Jesus, God, man. I guess it should be Heather Hurst Helmsley. It's still Triple H. <laughs> that makes more sense. That would actually be kind of good. Yeah. All right. So the next one, we've got the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Bailey, which I'm not going to lie. I haven't really paid much attention since WrestleMania. Strictly because I'm still hungover from it because I'm just, I'm sad, guys. Like, that was just a terrible, terrible two-night event. I didn't know Bailey. I didn't expect to see Bailey in the match. I don't know how that came came about. She wind her, she wind her way into it. Yeah, it's it's another it's another week week just entry point. Uh, same reason like Charlotte Flair somehow find her, finds her way into a championship match. Uh, Bailey hasn't done anything of substance since losing to uh, Sasha Banks, but somehow she gets written into a championship match against uh, one of the hottest female superstars on earth right now in uh, Bianca Belair. Um, it's a shame because uh, I think there were. This could have been a cool match if it was built up correctly, but it wasn't. Um, I think I, this is going to sound really weird. I would have liked to have seen Asuka actually defect to SmackDown, and I would have rather seen Bianca Belair and Asuka go at it for this match. That's just dream writing, but it ain't going to happen. But it would have been cool because uh, Bailey isn't – she's not the same anymore. She got neutered by Sasha Banks on Kayfabe, and they didn't bring her back hard at all. Now she's like some whiny asshole that has a stupid – like fake uh talent show or whatever the hell is a ding hello ding dong no. or whatever the hell it ding is. Ding dong. Yeah, that's dumb. Dumb. Her little podcast. <laughs> so you 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 hit the nail on the head right there when you said Bianca Belair, hottest superstar right now. I don't I get creative fucks a lot of things up. Yeah. You cannot fuck this up. No, it's Bianca Belair for the win. Yeah, uh, same. I'm not even going to go into why I think it's going to happen. It just should happen. So I'm going to take Bianca Belair as well. So off the top, I'll just say I'm taking Bianca Belair as well. But as we were talking about this, I just realized something. They fucked up a great opportunity with this card. You did not need to have a single title defended. You could have had all number one qualifiers on the Backlash pay-per-view. You could have had... Just yeah, just everybody fighting for a chance at the next one because you have so many three-way matches, and like you could have Damian Priest and Miz fighting over an Intercontinental title chance. Like this match seems forced; it seems rushed, just like everything else. Um, And yeah, Bailey's going to get jobbed out as she should. Bianca Belair is the future, and she should keep that for quite a while longer. And a second point I want to make is. If we're doing bets of doom on this, I think we need to do the AEW card on Memorial Day weekend for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So if this agree. deserves a bets of doom, so does that. I'm, I'm going to steal a mat line here. And WWE Creative, if you're listening, that was Adam Bashline. You can hit us up at yeah. 
decaying WTB at is it Gmail? Com? Yeah, man, we've only been doing it for yeah. like 13 episodes now. <laughs> yes, it's DecayNWTB at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to know anything else about us, follow us at DecayNWTB on all social media. And also yeah, go to smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB for a discount. Yeah, <laughs> Shameless why, pop. Why wouldn't it make sense after your biggest card of the year to have a card of all qualifying matches? Like, it just makes sense to set up the, re- the future of the year. I mean, You would think. And you're going to have another one in the next match. Spoiler alert. Let's yeah. get to it. This yeah. one's all pointless. Oh, yeah. This one's even more pointless. You've got the WWE Championship and a triple threat yet again. Somehow someone weasels their way in. The big train, who we all saw getting elevated to the main event status after the Shane McMahon steel cage match. Good Lord. But you've got Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Versus Braun Strowman and Adam, I'm gonna let you kick this last one off. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> real, real simple. Uh, Bobby, or not Bobby. Bobby Lashley's gonna win. That's my pick. Uh, Braun Strowman's in there in the Asuka spot. He's taking the pinfall. Um, Bobby Lashley's keeping this belt till SummerSlam. I'm telling you right now. Hot prediction. Another hot prediction. A hot forecast for SummerSlam. It's gonna be Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. So Bobby Lashley's keeping it until SummerSlam. And they don't yeah. want to ruin Drew's push completely, so they're going to t- have Braun take the pin. I couldn't agree with that more. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, Braun Strowman is built to get beat uh, at these matches. Uh, he's the worst used big guy in modern history. Um, so Bobby Lashley will win. Um, he will pin Braun Strowman. Drew McIntyre will take the L. Drew McIntyre will hang around the championship scene. He will win some pretty incredible matches. He'll probably even have a great match at SummerSlam, too, against probably a part-timer, maybe John Cena. Who knows? He's he's set for a debut to come back, too. Um, cool. I think at this point, Bobby Lashley is on a collision course with Brock Lesnar, and SummerSlam is set to be one of the biggest pay-per-view cars in front of fans. So... Right. Where else would you want that to happen for Brock Lesnar to come back when that music hits at jump, jump? Jump, jump. Fans will pop. Uh, Bobby Lashley deserves a pop in front of live live audience. So I agree. Uh, Bobby Lashley takes this because he's going to somehow find a way to pin Braun Strowman. So I, I thought about this all day that I kind of still think that they're tr- going to try to give McIntyre his moment in front of the fans. But the more and more I sat and thought about it, I, I just I can't. I have to agree. Lashley taking the W here doesn't matter who it's over. It, he's gonna look come out of it looking strong. I don't know where they go from here to set anything up for the next six months, but it's it's Lashley all the way. Yeah, I I can't disagree with you saying that about Drew, but Drew has more years left in the tank. That's why. I think last year. Yeah. Well, what really, what really swayed me is I saw an article that Drew did, and he kind of came out of character, but he still <laughs> talked about his character. I thought you were going to say he came out of the closet. No. <laughs> Where, That'd be cool. Finally. I'm not really Scottish. <laughs> I'm Welsh. <laughs> Where he was like, I think the loss for Drew McIntyre was good. I've had such, I had such a, a run over that last year which I don't know what run he's talking about, but I had such a run that 
I need, I don't, I'm not that Superman character like John Cena where I just can't be beat. I'm more that Batman character where I'm, I've, I'm not superhuman. I, I can lose and I'm, I lurk in the shadows sometimes. And I don't know. I've never seen a, ba- a Batman look that badass. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, George Clooney ain't stacking up to that. I mean, you, no, you remember no. the bat nipples. Bat nipples, baby. That's exactly why he's number one in my book in the Batman. <laughs> Hashtag bat nipples. Hashtag bat nipples. Hashtag ask about them. Hashtag bat nipples. So we've we have a we have a history of really fucking up these tiebreakers here. Mm-hmm. So I want to. I, I haven't looked at how it's going to play out and whether we can have a tie. I want to do just a random tiebreaker here. Okay. Between the three of us, let's pick a number, one through fifty. If oh. it comes down to a tie, we'll Google Google randomize, and we'll play closest no prices right rule. I was ready to pick Michael Chandler. <laughs> Do you mean just write it down real quick? That's fine. R- write the number down that we we have to pick around. That's fine. And we'll all show it and tell it at the same time. Okay. I have no idea. What, what's my number? So it's, one it's in between one and 50? Right. Yeah. Okay. Without going over? No, it's non-prices right. Oh, okay. Non-prices. We're playing straight closest, closest wins. Yeah, because I feel like we have a lot of similar. Yeah, there's – I think we each differ on like one or one maybe, but the way that it can break out – I just I just, can't I just realized if I'm the one writing it down, how am I supposed to guess – I was thinking the same damn yeah, thing. Yeah, that's not smart. Just uh, it. No, Google. Oh, we're just. I'm just writing the number down, and if there's a tie, we'll we'll, we'll just have Google. Ra- yeah, we'll just have Google random it. Okay. Yeah, that's if fine. there's a tie, that, that's what. It- so you're just writing our three guesses down, Matt. Okay. So, good. What's your number? Mine. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick my favorite number, and that's twenty nine. Okay. I'm picking my favorite number, 18. Ooh, and my favorite number hits on the other side of everybody. It's 37. Perfect. So, yeah, if it if it comes down to a tie, tie guys, I'll go into Google. I'll randomize, pick a number, 150. Yeah. On a video call, I ain't trusting your ass. I, we'll do it in person. That's fine. <laughs> and whoever um, whoever's closest, regardless of going over, takes the dub. Second closest, takes second place if they're, if right. it comes down to it. Sounds good. I'm taking a taking a picture with my phone so you guys can see. I'm not cheating. I'm showing you. It's right there. Boom. No cheating. I I also have a note in my phone of all of our picks. Oh, I don't trust your phone notes. I don't trust good. those phone notes. Because I probably <laughs> I probably won't remember who I picked come Sunday. All right, so, I got a screenshot of two. I'll send it out. All right. So. Getting away from the land of scripted fighting and getting into the world of competitive cage fighting, there is some news that is coming out. Um, Mr. Anthony Rumble Johnson, who we know to be a very skilled light heavyweight, um, he has had some uh, just massive bouts in the UFC, and he is now in Bellator. He recently had a fight. Uh, just a few, just a few weeks ago, I believe, um, or just I think a week ago, um, mm-hmm. he won. I mean, huge knockout, great fight. But that's not when the spectacle stopped. 
Um, Bellator light heavyweight Anthony Rumble Johnson was arrested in Fairfield County, Connecticut uh, after he walked away from the cage that night. Uh, He scored his knockout victory in his promotional debut. So according to police reports, uh, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Rumble Johnson, he was arrested by the new Canaan. Am I saying that right? Canaan? That's how I would say it, yeah. New Canaan Police Department on suspected third-degree identity theft for allegedly purchasing an airline ticket with an unauthorized credit card. The crime was reported on November 9th of 2019. So it's 2021. So it's a little, actually, yeah, a little less than two years later. Uh, police records show that Johnson made bail and was released, and he has a court date scheduled for this upcoming June 8th. So at this point, um, Mr. Rumble, Rumbly Rumbles, uh, took someone's credit card, what it looks like, and was able to purchase an airline ticket. Um, it's tough to say where he'd be going. Uh, I thought that he made money. Didn't he have? Didn't he get paid well at the UFC? Yeah, I, th- I mean, he was a he was pretty successful in the UFC. I mean, he had some time off. I know he took um, a bit of downtime, and uh, I think due to an injury to his eye, actually, at some point. Yeah. And then came back at a heavier weight and dominated. Um, it's sad to hear. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I don't know why he would do that. Um, but I'm a fan of him. I mean, he's an exciting fighter. He seems like a straight up guy in front of the camera. Um, but it's not an excuse for theft. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is this kind of shocked me to be honest. I thought he made money. I thought he was a stand up gentleman. Um, Hopefully it's just confusion, but since it's dating back to 2019, I think they probably uh, check this yeah. out by now. <laughs> I know when most people see a gap of time between the uh, enacted charges and when they bring it to the attention of the defendant, they always think like, oh, they just were waiting for it. It's well, there's time in between when it uh, occurred and when they arrest somebody, there is going to be uh, a cornucopia of evidence to to go along with that. The only thing I can say, though, it's suspected third-degree identity theft, which I believe, if I go back to my old uh, criminal justice brain, that is uh, can be satisfied with a fine. I mean, he will be charged. If he's found to be guilty, um, he will probably pay a fine. I don't see him having to do anything on along the lines of, like, jail time for that. Right. Really, it's, an air, it's an airline ticket. I think now, especially after, because Bellator pays their fighters well, he had a highlight knockout. I think he probably has the money to pay that off. So hopefully it's not true. But if it is, I think Mr. Rumble Johnson can take care of it. Yeah, I mean, that that's what I was going to say. He he just got his knockout victory, even if it's a fine. I'm, I'm sure he's good now. Um, the only thing I'll add is it's it's been a while since you've seen Rumble Johnson around. So, I mean just like most professional athletes, he could have just fallen on hard times. I don't know, but I am glad to see him back in the fight game. If he can keep going after this, I hope he went somewhere fun. You know, I hope he didn't like just get, catch a plane. From, like, <laughs> you know, like I went from North Carolina to New Jersey and I had to get up there for something. You know what I mean? I hope he was I flew like, into Trenton and now I got arrested. <laughs> he went from the Charlotte fucking airport <laughs> to New Jersey. Yeah, he better flew to the Bahamas. He didn't man. even make it that far. He went Delta. He went from Charlotte to the fucking hub in Atlanta and done. Well, I can tell you right now, they caught him. He had so he two didn't... layovers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was already say, you know, you didn't take spirit because it would have said like he had a ticket 
and then a transfer and then another transfer <laughs> and then a transfer. <laughs> but you know, he wasn't flying with baggage. No, because that's just extra money. <laughs> that's extra cash. So maybe he did go from Charlotte to, to New Jersey, but good luck, Mr. Rumble Johnson. Rumbly Rumbles. I hope that you can get through this. And uh, just a Jesus dumb nickname. Christ. I just, I don't know. Rumble. Uh, For all fairness, his nickname is not Rumbly Rumbles. You just gave that to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, to, to me, like, I don't know, man. Going on to other... <laughs> Going on when you call him Rumbly Rumbles, he sounds like a kindergarten teacher. When you say that, I think of Dana Carvey. Turtley Turtle. Yeah. You want to join the well, Turtle Club? Well, I think it's because like that name is dumb. I don't know. Like If you're going to pick a name to strike fear in the hearts of people, you're going to pick Rumble. Oh, I think it an, pampers. It's an N64 controller, like a Rumble Pack. That's all I can think of. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of it like a tough dude. I think of you playing Turok, Dinosaur Hunter, and like, oh, the graphics are so real. Back in the day, know. playing Golden See, Eye. it's so funny because it brings up a different video game for me. I think it's Streets of Rage. Like, you're just, Ooh. see, which is a good, vi- like, is a good That's video game. That's a good game. one. Yeah. That's why so. I didn't think about it. Yeah. See, I get, I get good vibes off of it. Yeah, because all the characters in Streets of Rage had one word on onomatopoeia names like slash, rumble, punch. Exactly. <laughs> What's that guy's name? That's Kick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? That's Chet. <laughs> so going on to other news in MMA and prison. Uh, someone who wasn't so lucky to only face a third degree is uh, Mr. Jason Mayhem Miller, who we all should know from his time on Bully Beatdown because his <laughs> MMA career was only good overseas. So uh, former mixed martial arts fighter Jason Mayhem Miller, who has already has a lengthy criminal record, he pled guilty to uh, vandalism on t- uh, past Tuesday. He was immediately sentenced to 364 days in jail. Uh, as part of the plea deal, a felony count of attempted grand theft was dismissed, according to court records. Um, it looks like Mr. Mayhem has been in custody since August 21st, so he may get some time served on that, but he still has quite a few months to give. Um, this is not the first time that Jason Mayhem Miller has run into uh, problems with the law. Um he was on probation at one point in uh, 2018 uh, where he made the promise that he was going to do better, saying that his, he, uh, he was characterized as limited and disappointing by his probation officer, which I don't know if you've ever been talked to by a teacher before. It's like, I'm disappointed in you. And it should hurt real bad because I know probation officers and they don't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nice <laughs> phrase to say. Um, Mayhem's Miller, May- Mayhem's Miller, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Mayhem Miller has had a just just troublesome uh, legal past. He's had everything under the sun. Uh, I mean, he's, oh God, if you just look at it, there's graffiti charges, hurling ceramic tile at deputies during a standoff. Uh, was it uh, slapping a woman? Uh, probation issues live tweeting on a standoff between he and orange county sheriffs i mean you have a guy who who doesn't quite understand what it's like to just calm the fuck down for a second which i mean his name Mm -hmm. is mayhem um i don't know i i think it's 
I think it's a guy who has some significant issues, and I'm going to go on a, on a branch here, and I'm going to say CTE. I I no, I think it's severe ADD to be honest. Like, because he's had it since he was so young. He's just had these problems with vandalism and just destroying property. Um, I'm surprised. Like, I would say it's drugs, but he's never caught a drug charge. Like, this well, looks like has he? If if you go back, he did violate his probation back in 2018, where he tested positive for the ingredient in marijuana and various opioids, according yeah. to uh, records. Okay, marijuana wasn't the drug I was thinking of. Opioids. Mm. <laughs> Yes, I, I was totally thinking. I was totally thinking an oxy head here. So um, but also too, if you okay, see his never mind. Shot, <laughs> <laughs> if you see his mug shot right now, he has like one eye is kind of like kind of half closed, and he's staring at the camera like, like he's one eyed. And also too, they tried to probably because he eight, called him mayhem's, mayhem's. Probably, uh, yeah, I would say because I've disturbed him by talking about him on a podcast, <laughs> Josh. Uh, back in October of 2015, the uh, the police did try to cure him of his ADHD because they had to taser him. Uh, <laughs> it didn't That'll work. do it. Yeah, no, it didn't work. It was just like he just always reminded me of that kid in elementary school. You were like, ah, he probably shouldn't be near the Kool Aid right now. Like he's already got enough sugar, but yeah. this kid never got stopped. He's just he's just taking it right from a packet. Like right. he was always hyper on that TV show. He was always hyper as a fighter. He had goofy entrances. He was never that, like you said, never that successful domestically. He did well in Japan. Um, he did. I yeah, I don't know. It's it's a shame, but it's he has the track record. I can't feel surprised or disappointed. Like yeah, he's just kind of following his status quo. I would say I'm disappointed so much in that he had uh, it all on a platter for him. He was, he was a figurehead at the height of early MMA surge. I mean, he, that bully beatdown show, as much as it was kind of laughable at times, it was one of the highest rated shows on MTV. I mean, it rivaled uh, some of the like real world challenge shows that were on the time. People were tuning into that bully beatdown show. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. That's, that is when the UFC was like, coming back up that's when chuck liddell tito ortiz randy yeah. yep. couture were getting big like he could have been the fourth name in that series but he just kept fucking up yeah and he also had some pretty good friends in the industry too i mean he had i mean before they fell out i mean on the show he had like uh jake shield was on there at one point mm-hmm. he, uh he had uh andre arlovsky i mean so it's not like he was without support from veteran fighters i just think there was no one that could get in his head to help him straighten out completely um clearly the loss of money the loss of a contract uh and loss of like tv promotion didn't bother him so i don't know what's going to bother him enough to help him figure it out uh maybe a, a year in jail will do it but i highly doubt it i usually i would say as a person who has been tasered before if you get hit with a taser, you usually figure it out after you get hit with a taser. Um, Matt, in all honesty, you deserved it. You went off in that sheets. Well, you know what? It's the thing about, like, if I yell back to the employees behind the counter, I say special order, and they say there's fucking touch screens, and I yell back at them, it's their fault. I wanted extra pepper rings on my goddamn meatball hoagie, and if you don't want to give them to me, you better taser me because I'm coming across the counter to get them. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go into a break for some ads. 
thank you so much for listening to us and hopefully you hear something that you want to subscribe to or check out we'll be back here in a couple of seconds uh see you then hey guys i think we're all sitting here with partners women in our lives that would uh kind of appreciate it if we uh groomed up a little bit wouldn't you agree absolutely yeah 100 percent yeah, I, I do too. And I'm lucky enough to have been in touch with a company called Smooth My Balls, and they want to make sure that we bring our listeners what they have to offer. So right now, they offer the Turf Chopper 3.0 with uh, skin-safe technology. So when you are trimming your sack, you don't mess up and bring a messed-up Chia pet to a magic party, if you know what I'm saying. you got to bring your A-game to the battlefield, guys. Always. And the other thing, too, I don't know about you guys, but I often get talked to about having all the hair left in the sink. Uh, that's when the Pube Muncher 1.0 comes in. It's a little vacuum, sucks it all up, and grinds up all the hairs, and you can throw away a little easier. So that way you can avoid a conversation later, and you can stay groomed. Always important. Always important. And right now, all of our listeners can save 15% on their order. How can they do that? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Josh. They can go to smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB and save 15% on their entire order right now. That's smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB. And don't forget to look at some of the other products they have, like the sack mat, like the sack vacuum, like the ball freshening powder, and everything else. It's all there for you. Smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB for 15% off your order right now. Now, the ones them ladies, the one stop shop for men's grooming. <laughs> it's right. Welcome back to the Jojitorium in 2020 and 2021. We found a new phenomenon, phenomenon in cancel culture. We've seen some of the most audacious claims against people that we've known in our pop culture lives go down in a blaze of glory uh rowan atkinson said it best that cancel culture is a medieval mob looking for someone to burn now while i can agree with that i think some people just finally got a vehicle to post their crazy out there and finally got caught on their shit much like Mike Lindell, if you guys would know, is the CEO of MyPillow. Um, he got ditched by over 20 uh, realtor, or retailers, I almost said realtors, retailers after he publicly questioned electoral results of a 2020 presidential election and made his election fraud claims into a movie. Uh, Lindell is an unwavering supporter of former President Donald Trump and visited him in the White House on January 15th. Uh, five days before Mr. Trump left office. Now, you know, you can support who you want to, but I think when you go so far to put fraud claims into a movie, you should get canceled. I'm not it. I'm not even going to go that far with it. Um, just how creepy he is in the commercials. I mean, I, I could care less <laughs> about your political views. Like everybody has their own flavor as far as that goes, but just, Super creepy, hugging pillows, crucifix displayed on his chest, breathing into it with his creepy mustache. Like, just cancel him for those damn commercials. <laughs> That's fair. 
just seeing him smile into the camera with that crooked, like toothy Cheshire cat looking. Oh yeah, it's really it's really fucked up. And then he's like, "Then I can be in your house for twenty nine ninety nine." I mean, <laughs> he he clearly made enough money on those pillows. Hire a spokesperson, goddamn! Please do not be the face well, of this company. He clearly he's... got enough money off those fucking pillows because he made a right. movie. <laughs> He's got the same response team as General Mills. <laughs> they, they would have swept him up a hell of a lot better if DM came through to take him. Uh, speaking of people who need to be swept up, the famous author of the Harry Potter series, J.K. Rowling, faced some serious backlash for voicing her fears that pushed for transgender rights uh, will ultimately endanger women's rights. Um, she's since defended her comments on her website and joined 150 authors and academics denouncing cancel culture. These actions have only further infuriated her critics who called for a boycott of her books and for her publisher to stop paying royalties. I'm sorry. You can't stop Harry Potter. I don't care how no. much transgender hate you have out there. You're an asshole for it. Cause they're people too, but Harry Potter too big to fail. I, I do like that she's coming out to like in opposition of the cancel culture because I'm one of the ones that I think the whole the whole wave of cancel culture as a whole it, we're just getting a little too carried away at times. I think that in in this scenario that it's it's right to push back on her for what she said, but to completely cancel things for somebody's opinion is too. Cancel things for certain opinions I agree on, but to yeah. cancel somebody for what she said, I'm fine with. And for her to double down and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not apologizing for what I did. I'm going to just fight against cancel culture just seems <laughs> in really bad taste um, given her demographic. Like, it just, yes. it seems impressionable. As hell. Yes. Impressionable people. That yeah, young white, that that and it's young adults that are in the stage of their life where they're going through these decisions, and it it yes. just doesn't make sense that you're pushing out transgenders because you need you think it's in it's hindering women's rights. It just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense. They don't they don't butt up against each other. You know, no, what I mean? I, they can live rights. they can live parallel to each other. They both. Yeah deserve their rights and you don't need to put one down for the other it just doesn't make sense to me i think that it's i think that i can almost believe that she thought she if she's just like if i just keep saying it and i don't stop people will leave me the fuck alone and i can start writing the (laughs) gay harry potter fan fiction book that everyone wants me to write and it didn't happen because clearly She's not opposed to gay rights because she champions all of the weird, creepy pasta like Harry Potter, like gay fan fiction, which is fine. Like, I don't give a shit about that either. But I'm sorry, but if you're going to support one part of LGBTQ, I think you got to subscribe to the whole thing because you got to understand where everyone's coming from. And I think for her, she latched onto something that she doesn't, one, know anything about, and two, tried to link yeah. it to something that everyone's still fighting for. And that's women's rights. Yep. Yep. I would say, yeah, she didn't grasp the full understanding of that before she said it initially, but then instead of apologizing and admitting that, she doubled down in the wrong direction. Do you uh, know who else doubled down bye. in 2021? Oh, yes, I do. 
uh, Gina Carano uh, doubled down. <laughs> she decided uh, to say that being a Republican in 2021 was similar to being uh, Jewish during Nazi Germany. Uh, as a result, her Hollywood agent dropped her in Hasbro or Hasbro, Hasbro or Hasbro, Hasbro, uh, scrapped her Star Wars action figures. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that um, nothing is like being a Jew during <laughs> Nazi Germany. There's nothing like it. Uh, there, uh, maybe there's some points in time that can be paralleled to it. Um, I, slavery, whenever you were hunted for the color of your skin, much like Jews were hunted for their their ethnic uh, background. Maybe those two things can be synonymous to a certain degree. But I think whenever you can sit at a Starbucks and drink a fucking latte and tweet in 2021 as a Republican, you're not a fucking Jew. You're not fucking persecuted for it. You just chose a dumb fucking side of a dumb fucking game. It's not the same. You're an asshole. You got canceled for a reason because you're dumb. Not because you said anything outlandish. It's because you're dumb. I think you said a dumb thing and you got canceled for being dumb, dumb, dumb. Scoot, scoot, dum dum, no more. <laughs> Rumbly rumble. Yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree again. Don't care what side of the politics you fall on, um, but a really bad comparison. I mean, the last election was almost fifty fifty. So you're yeah. not you're not even in the vast minority, let alone being persecuted as a Jewish person yeah. in World War II during the Holocaust. Um, it's just a super exaggeration. Um, very inappropriate. And I really liked Gina Carano before that. And that was the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It was, uh, if just did, stupid. I just invite Gina Carano because she hasn't yet said anything of substance other than like, I'm sorry I said what I said. She said that. And I, okay, you apologized. But if someone could just drop off a book for her um, that details Crystal Knock. If, if she could read that and then try to talk about how sorry she is, I would love to see that um, because I don't think she understands the plights of people who are pro- uh, persecuted and hunted by an entire government entity. Um, when she figures it out and she can actually speak to it uh, appropriately, I'd love to hear what she can say because it will sound a hell of a lot better than the dog shit she put out to try to save her career. Um the Mandalorian doesn't need you. They have Bill Burr. He's better than you anyway. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> all the, all these stormtroopers are wicked fast. <laughs> yeah, the Enterprise will be fine without you. It's yeah, cancel cancel whole sh- whole show. At Shut this up, point. Adam. <laughs> mm. So I think we can Stupid clearly Star see. Wars. <sighs> Jesus they cancel Christ. her, but keep Spock. Anyway, so it's clear to see that somebody some should people... cancel Star Wars. <laughs> That's a hot take, and you better take it back. Take <laughs> back. Take it back. Take it back. I'm fine with. I'm just fine with st- the Star Battles. It's fine. So this is the last episode of King with the boys. I'm glad that everyone enjoyed <laughs> all the episodes that we put out. I take it back. Don't cancel Star Wars. A lot of people's lives depend on it for some reason. It's fine. If my best friend likes it, it can stay around so he doesn't kill himself. I'll try my best. As long as I can <laughs> ride on the Starship Enterprise, you fucking asshole. You just cross he'll take, over. He'll you take the Starship Enterprise all the way to the Death Star. 
Can we finish the bit? <laughs> <laughs> Can we finish the bit? Go oh ahead. my god. Okay. It's, okay, so it's... I get it. It's something I like that you two don't subscribe to. Again. I get it. And then, you also... William Shadow is a great Luke Skywalker. What are you talking about? <laughs> you guys know enough about this shit to do all this cross. You're taking Star Trek and you're shoving up the ass of Star Wars and you're trying to get me all riled up. I've watched both of them. I'm a fan of both of them. It's totally fine. You you can do that all you want to. All right. I'm not going to get on here because I'm totally open about it. I love those fucking things. You guys don't. That's cool. But I'll I, let you I know. love I'll, uh, do you want to credit? I love the little furry creatures in the Star Wars. I Ewoks. love them. Called. I forget Ewoks. what they're called. Ewoks. Uh, Klingons, I think. Shut up, oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's like watching it, Watching them celebrate is almost as bad as the joke he just made. I just can't. I, I didn't know it was a joke coming up. I thought he actually forgot. <sighs> So anyway, the rest of this bit is supposed to be about some <laughs> culture. Uh, so I I have to heart har- beam me up, C three PO. All right, this is fun. I'm glad that I showed up to do this fucking show with you assholes. Okay, I'm <sighs> done. Oh, Christ. I wish C-3PO would fucking shoot your balls off. So, oh, you two motherfuckers. I tell you what, if you guys would even begin to talk about the things you love other than like fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I would flame on you guys too. But you guys don't do shit outside of your fucking basements. It's killing me. I, I can't I can't fucking do it. You're trying to do the fucking live long and prosper. You can't even do it because your hands have rheumatoid arthritis <laughs> developing in them. I, I can't I No, I was trying to throw Vader time out, you dumb though. <laughs> <laughs> New brand crossover. Uh, all right. My so anyway. Tom, you're, Tom. you're very right though. My fingers are very arthritic. <laughs> so can I can I just say that too? I like how this, the setup that you guys have, the jokes that how you guys set them up work. Adam says something that takes a lot of like cunning and like understanding and pop culture knowledge. I'll ride on the coattails together. I appreciate then, that. And then Josh says something like a catchphrase. And it stings, <laughs> but it's like it, it's like anything else. You know, Adam's laying down a lot of hard work, and Josh is like, I know how to ride on that. So anyway, it's fine. The- you know what else stung? So, so it's like I'm um, the SoundCloud rapper, and he's my SoundCloud hype man. Yeah, exactly. You, no one sees him. You know what else stung? This this will give put a smile back on your face. My butthole Monday morning after those fucking tacos. Well, I mean that was that was part of my jigsaw esque trap to make you think that they weren't that bad to only lay a bomb for later. Well, uh, my dumbass also ate a fourth later in the day. Well, let's see, that was your fault. I did leave a ten of them because I think Adam at one point said he wanted to have one. So uh, I cheap tried, tried a little I bit. Tried a little bit. They were delicious, but <laughs> painful. <laughs> I also anyway, used Diablo sauce on top. That was not smart. <laughs> um, nope. 
So uh, I already I already know one of the answers to, to this question here that I was going to pose to you guys going back to uh, cancel culture. So I was going to ask you guys, since we kind of know that some people do need canceled, who would you guys pick? Um, come up with two, two people. Who would you cancel for whatever reason? It doesn't matter. I just want to know, why would you cancel them? Can I kick it off? Yeah, if you want to, go ahead. I'm canceling the fucking Paul brothers. Okay. Both of them. And that's only one that's only one cancel for me. But I'm fucking canceling both of them. Oh, so we can do groups? I'm fucking do it. I don't care. I'm canceling okay. both of them. Um, hey, I'm not going to lie. Both of mine were like groups or like uh, that works a for business, me. I guess. It's an entity. So, yeah. They, I'm uh, okay with that. I mean, I think that we've discussed reason enough over the past couple episodes, but fuck them. I don't want to see them anymore. Go away. Great. Okay. So what would you do? How, how do you start the campaign to cancel them? Got, got your career. (laughs) Just show them their own career. (laughs) Hashtag got your career. Okay. Who's your number two? Oh, so you want both of mine up front? Yeah, let me hear both of okay. Paul Brothers. No, no, no. This one is actually kind of like legit, though. I, She's already kind of out of mainstream now, but Amber Heard, after all the shit that went down between her and Johnny Depp, I could agree and she basically ruined Johnny Depp's career, he had to leave the Fantastic Beast series because of the allegations that she put against him which have come out to be found or found to be false. But because it's in the fucking spotlight, Johnny Depp now has to face the repercussions of it. So that bitch can go away. I think what also sucks for him is over in the UK when the judge actually ruled that all the tabloids can continue to print all the allegations against him, even though they've been found to be widely inaccurate. Yeah, um, that's that was terrible for Johnny Depp. I you know that that dude has done a lot of great things, and we we might eat crow pie here because it might come out that he actually did some of that shit. But I think that the the amount of evidence against Amber Heard is like, yeah, she's very abusive emotionally oh, and physically. Exactly, and like it was there's stories to the point that like if you see in interviews with of them together, he physically flinched. Yeah. When, like, she would move her hand. But yet yeah. she's the one coming out saying that he abused her emotionally, physically, mentally. Like, okay, maybe... Like, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. But the the facts have been presented that, in actuality, she's the one that was the controlling fucking conniving bitch in the whole scenario. But Josh, she's coming I would, at I, I would like career. to know if you... So, Josh, you made a statement there, like... You weren't there. I would hope that if you ever were there, that we would kind of know about it. I mean, that would be pretty like, hey guys, I was hanging out with Johnny Depp and I watched Amber Heard fucking backhand him <laughs> and called him Edward Scissor Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Jack, fuck off. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I did live in San Diego. I was really close down to LA. You know, me and Johnny, we go way back. Hollywood vampires. Adam. <laughs> 
So neither of mine are that serious. Um, my first one, and Matt, you might be on the other side of this, so go ahead and ask me as many questions as you want about why okay. I'm canceling it. It is a mobile app, a company, an entity. I want to cancel Untapped. Ooh. Because okay. I think it, I think it gives uh, inexperienced beer drinkers a forum to ruin small craft breweries that don't deserve the negative ratings based on people's lack of knowledge about beer. And I'm coming at, I'm coming at that from a brewer's perspective. I can agree with that because I've watched complete edge lords use Untapped to wield their lack of knowledge on other people. I've seen it happen in breweries. I've seen it happen in beer stores where because the the spice of the craft beer industry is trying new things. I like to do that. I'll guilty as charged. If you have a cool label on your can and it's a style that I kind of subscribe to, I'm gonna try it. Right. I may never heard you before, but I'm gonna try it. And, and that's fun. That's marketing. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. And I've seen edge lords come in and be like, Do you know the untapped rating on that double hazy is only a three point two? Right. People and they stop people subs- trying stuff. So I, I mean, yeah. So people subscribe to the ratings, which I don't think is a great idea. And then people posting like, "Oh, I, I had this lager. I don't like lagers, but I drank it. Not my favorite. One point five. That yeah. brings that rating down for that brewery, especially if it's a small brewery that might only have thirty ratings on that beer. Right. And if it's a great lager, and just because you didn't, it's not your style. It's a problem. You can log those in without rating them. Yeah. Just to know you had it. And yeah. And you don't want to try it again. Um, right. Um, so, yeah, I would like to cancel at least untaps rating feature. I do like that I can keep track of the beers I've had. I do like to that, too. Yeah. That I'm trying something new. But so that's that's my first one. And okay. we're going to get a lot of unsubscribers on my second one. Okay, but cool. I would like to cancel a band, and that band is Tool. Oh, God. I fucking hate Tool. And I hate going on any metal blog, any metal Facebook group, <laughs> any metal Instagram, and seeing Tool is the greatest. They do so much good shit. Blah, 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 blah. They are not good. They, they wrote one good song, and then they put it on 16 fucking albums. Don't need to hear it anymore. <laughs> 16 minute songs about fucking triangles it's not inspiring to me don't want to hear it anymore they're not as great as everybody puts them up to be mater james keenan is a douche in every interview i've ever heard him do and let's just get rid of them just because i hate them they've done nothing wrong in the social structure (laughs) except maynard being a douche um but i would like them wiped off the face of the earth Honestly, I thought you might be coming for Motley Crue. No, like Motley no. Crue. I, but no. I know you like them, but they just they just canceled their or pushed their tour back again another year. No, I'm fine with that. It's so okay. the Lamb of God and my heart yep. broke. Yeah, I got my refund on that one too. I was yeah. going to say, did you watch uh, that? There's a YouTube uh, guy. His name's K Mac, and he did the uh, How You Write a Tool song. Yes. I've watched that. that. Oh my god, it's great! And he's like legit. Like he's on. I did it on my guitar too. I was like, oh, I wonder if that actually plays out. It does. As long as you spot on, you just have to be able to play like weird signatures a little bit. Just and 
as long as it's that beat, that blam, 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 like the schism beat, you can, yeah, you can do it. You could be the next tool. Yeah, if you throw if you throw a rage guitar a rage against the machine guitar riff through a reverb with enough echo, you got yourself a tool riff. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that. Speaking and, of yeah, echo, so, and just for them to be the that like one of the standards in metal just crushes yeah. my heart. Yeah. Uh I can I can agree with that. I I do have I don't I will say I don't own any tool albums. Um because I can throw it on Spotify, listen to one song and I've heard all of them. So uh I am also not a huge fan of tool. I don't think I would cancel them like Adam Bashline of Decaying what the boys would do. Adam Bashline, Adam Bashline. Uh, I I would say that uh they're as bad as the Paul Brothers. I mean, I'm not. I'm not opposed Ooh, to canceling Tool either. They're the Paul Brothers of Metal. <laughs> there you go. I could agree with that. Yes, they're Hashtag annoying. Got your sound. In yes. in all fairness, I really do like the baseline and Schism, and then I'm done. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so speaking, you said Echo earlier, and speaking of Echo, the first group of people that I'm going to cancel hands down is anybody who has a public speakerphone or facetime call in a public place if i'm standing in line to get a fucking hamburger and you are having a full-blown like no the doctor said if i take some meds it'll go away on its own and you know, oh my god a real clear up if i just take the antibiotics and i don't smoke any more weed it'll just go away on its own i won't have to tell my wife I won't tell her. Now I have to tell her, and I wish I fucking could because you're a piece of shit, and I shouldn't know everything that you're saying to whoever you tricked into sleeping with you. I don't want to know about it. Um, I don't think you shouldn't procreate. There should be a law against you. I should cancel everybody in that. Like the person you're speaking to should also get canceled. So those are my two people. There you go. I make it really <laughs> okay. Easy. So I want to cancel the fucking person having the call, and I want to cancel the person on the other side of the call. But the sender and the receiver. Yes. Let me let me ask this though. But I mean, even if you're standing in line trying to get your chicken sandwich, yeah, from somewhere, mm-hmm. you're still going to hear a conversation if the guy's on the phone. But just one side of it, you yeah, know, what man. I mean? They're forcing you to hear both sides. Yeah. Which is terrible. okay. Okay. I I, I would I can, half cancel. I, I would half cancel the guy having that conversation in public at all. Well, that kind of conversation, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, like. Homie, have that in your car before you go to go to the get go. But if I'm in any sort of line for a retail or service establishment, I'm just saying I'm answering just to say, hey, I'll call you back in a minute. And oh yeah, I'll I'll put my phone down most of the time when I'm going in somewhere. I mean, I'll be honest, I've had those kind of conversations. Like I've had a FaceTime conversation when I'm stopping at fucking sit go on the way home to pick up a fucking can of dip or something. But, Josh is canceled. <laughs> but it's never like I'm going into Shop and Save or Giant Eagle on FaceTime and like, hey, what should I get for dinner tonight? Like, it's oh no, it, that's, it's a quick that's little purposeful thing. That's purposeful. I'm talking about people like it, and that sucks too. But I'm saying people who go into Shop and Save already on FaceTime and they're like. So where do you want to go tonight? Oh, what are we going to drink? Where do you want to go afterwards? What do you want to eat? Oh, let's just get it. 
Oh, what do you mean he's talking shit to you? Should I come back over there and help you beat his ass? No, Trailer Park Tammy. Just shut the fuck up. Get your taco kit like you know you need to and go back and make some more tegas and shut the fuck up. I don't need to know as, your conversation. As long as they're the shows that stand up, you're okay. I'm going to be on Mario on July 6th. You yeah. should watch. I don't, need, I don't need any part of that. I was going to say the other person I wanted to cancel <laughs> before I decided to cancel both of them is anybody who provides me a service and gives me shit for buying something. It's not my fault that you work at GetGo. It's not my fault that you work at Burger King or wherever the hell I'm going. Life sucks in general. Let me just newsflash, Tiger. It sucks no matter what. So whether or not you work at Giant Eagle or you work at, I don't know, fucking like, uh, I don't know, as a taxi driver, whatever else, it sucks. It all sucks. No one's going to, not everyone treats you with respect, but just know when I come in, when you hear this stupid voice and see this dumb face, I'm going to be the nicest person you see all day. Yes, sir. No, I won't sir. be on FaceTime. I, I won't be on FaceTime because otherwise I wish I would explode. If I ever do that, I hope someone hears me say this. If I'm ever on FaceTime in public, punch me in the back of the fucking head. Take me out. <laughs> Put me in a coma. Make my legs not work anymore because I deserve it. There, There is something wrong with people who believe that their life should be in everyone else's life. I don't need to absorb anything else. I have three friends, uh, I'm including my wife. I don't need any more people's business in my life. I already absorb enough. I don't need I've your fucking phone call. Wife. <laughs> yeah, three friends. I'm That's so nice of you, you, Josh. That's yeah, you're so in nice that too. You. For now, until you keep talking about fucking Star Wars, I swear to God, I'll be down to one real goddamn quick. I tell you one thing we can't cancel, guys. We can't cancel those questions, emails, and comments we get here into the show. So uh, the first question we have here, because we all love dogs, that is a statement that we can all make. Absolutely. What are the top spots in Pittsburgh to grab a beer if I want to bring my dog along with me? So I know that you two guys have dogs, and I unfortunately don't have my dog anymore. So I'm going to let you two guys handle this one. Adam. So my my top spot for taking my dog is Grist House in Millville. Uh, I know they're opening up again. They're not open right now, but they're opening up again soon. I think in the next few weeks. Yeah, end of May here. Yeah. So um, that's my number one spot. Uh, then four one two Brewing on the North Shore. They will allow you to bring your dog inside or outside they have a nice outdoor spot but the indoor is also okay for the pups and then uh abjuration brewing in mckee's rocks has some outdoor seating and they are okay with the dog um in addition to that i know couch brewing before the pandemic had some outdoor like porch like seating that was okay for the dogs but i would call ahead to see what their seating situation is now with stuff reopening um but th those are my those are my recommendations and I, I would recommend calling any pittsburgh brewery just to check i mean don't assume they won't allow dogs um i'm sure they'd be fine to tell you if they do or don't right and i think too uh if you're looking for a spot uh that's less brewery more restaurant the double wide down the south side um is pretty pet friendly and there are some other spots in, in the shady side area uh, that have a lot of outdoor areas and uh, mostly barbecue joints. If you if you smell burning burning wood, 
pretty sure there's going to be an outdoor area where it's dog friendly. So I concur with Adam. If you just call ahead and they'll give you, people aren't mad to answer that question. So if you give them a call, um, I would say most places that have outdoor seating are pet friendly to a certain degree. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're all more apt to let you know ahead of time than if you show up with your dog yeah. and try to demand a spot. So yes. yeah, just call ahead and, and see what see what they can do for you i know most places like two things one making money two petting dogs so (laughs) more often than not they're going to want to pet your dog and take your money so it's a fair trade so speaking of taking your money and uh this is a question that i believe shouldn't have taken this long to come to us but uh what is your favorite beer style? And I think we can answer that question twofold um, since we all participate in the brew lab. I say probably favorite beer to consume and favorite beer to brew. Wow. Uh, boy. I'm not going to be super creative with this. Um, my, my favorite to enjoy is definitely an IPA. Um, hazy or West Coast, I'll try them all. I, I do like a hoppier, bitter IPA. So some of the hazies get a little too fruity, a little too sweet for me, but I'll I'll try them all. I do also enjoy brewing, though, just to add to the segment. Uh, stouts are a lot of fun to make. Um, you can add a lot of adjuncts into a stout. You can get a little creative with it. The ABV is easy to play with in a stout. Um, so I'll say my second, my favorite to brew could be a stout. It's probably still an IPA. I just love playing with hops. So IPAs and pale ales kind of have my heart. So, I mean, for me is, is the alcoholic kind a good answer? Cause I mean, I'll drink beer to drink beer, you know, like I'm not picky on style, if I had to pick a favorite, it's definitely the darker. Like, I like the stouts. I like the porters. Um, so to beer nerd you for a second, you like imperial stouts. Yes, I, I was about to yeah. say, you enjoy imperial stouts, Russian IPAs. I've seen it is like okay. It, it is okay yeah. to say high. I would, if you want to sound like a genius, you just say I like high ABV stouts. But, I mean, it's they not. come in slick. It's not even just the high ABV. Like, I'll. I'll drink a five five stout. It's I like I like the darker styles. Like it because it's nice for the season. It warms you up a little bit. Like it's just a delicious. You like that body. You like that thick. Yeah, the thick body. But I mean, I'm not against in the summer. Take drinking a half. Like as long as as long as there's some sort of ABV to it, I'll likely try it. Um, as far as the brewing process goes, I mean, I'm still. I'm a couple months into it. I'm still getting my feet under under me when it comes to it. So any style that you guys bring to the table, I'm always all for trying to brew it. Um, I do I do kind of like learning the more complex ones. So the heavier ABV ones where we have to really mix in the grains and stuff. It's interesting to learn like what goes into it. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean here and I I think Adam, I'm going to let you guess what's my favorite beer. I feel like you and I 
we've drank enough together that you know what my favorite beer is. Do you want me to get real specific? Yes. Coffee stouts. Boom. On <laughs> the nose. It's a, it's, a, it's a good stout. I was yes. going to say stouts, and then when you said real specific, I was like, coffee. Yes. Stout. Coffee stouts are my jam. I love coffee. I love dark beers. I love when they come together. I love when they're adjuncted the fuck out. You can put anything you want to in a coffee stout, and I'm going to try it. Um, a shameless plug. I'm drinking it right now. I'm drinking a triple shakes uh, from Hitchhiker. It's one of my favorite beers. Adam procures it for me if it's ever in cans. So I thank him for that again. Uh, and that goes into my favorite style to brew is stouts because there's something about the smell of the stout brewing that like is so entrancing to me. It's, it's something about just the way all the different malts uh, hit the air whenever we throw it into hot like it's just i don't know what it is man i i love ipas i do i love all kinds of beer but there's something about when we get to that cold season you know and it's like 30 degrees outside and we're brewing beer and it's just the smell that we get from the mash ton like i don't know man it's just to me if you told me i could brew stouts for the rest of my life i would be a very very happy man um because that means i could also drink what i made so stouts all day stouts for life in my house it's always stout season especially coffee stouts can i do a tip in i'm coming yeah. into your backyard for it yep. but Connie creek the coffee camp series oh yeah great coffee stouts jesus christ they had the maxi chocolate one that just came out and it was a banger i mean he just Nice, spicy, little bit of creaminess, good mouth. Oh, dude, it was just really good. Um, speaking of really good, this last question here, this is a difficult one. Oh, uh, I because hate this one. As much as I, I can, I'll admit a thousand percent here, I'm not a huge NBA guy. I used to be when I was a kid. I used to love the NBA when I was younger. Um, I watch it now sparingly. But you guys, we are tasked with a sit, cut, start. And this is when they're in their primes. Michael I was going to say, if if it's today, it kind of makes it a little easy. Yeah. No, in their primes. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. So I'd like to take it first because mine is the most simplistic approach, I think, out of the three of us. Um, I'm going – I'm showing my age. And in my childhood, there was nobody more impressive – more influential than Michael Jordan. So he gets my start. And then next oldest was Kobe. Um, so I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to sit him because he's not MJ. So Kobe gets to sit and I'm cutting LeBron because I just don't like how he made a spectacle of himself, to be honest. Um, the ESPN. The decision. Doc, yeah, the decision documentary and all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, it just seemed like uh, like fluff and pomp and circumstance that didn't need to be had. Um, so I'm cutting them. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, I'll admit, I'm I'm a big sports fan. Like I'm a big sports guy. The NBA, I'm more of a casual fan. Like I'm more of a fan of players versus like following a team through the season. And I mean, I'm, that's probably a product of Pittsburgh really just not being in the NBA scene. Yeah. Um, 
But I did grow. I I like that these three players are the ones that are named because I grew up watching MJ. I hit my prime in the Kobe years, and as an adult, I follow LeBron James. Um, it's this is this is really tough because I mean it's it's the age old argument like the three of them are continuously being compared against each other. Yes. Um. So I'm going to do it backwards. And for sheer, I, he has a killer instinct. And I mean, my man put up 80 points in a game. I understand that. I'm, I'm cutting Kobe. Okay. Because the versatility in LeBron's game and the defense and the offensive side that Michael Jordan can play, they both deserve, at least deserve a spot on the, on the team. Mm-hmm. Now, when you it, when it comes to starting one, sitting one, this is where it's it's kind of apples to oranges because in a way they play two different positions. LeBron James now plays point guard. He's the yeah. fucking Magic Johnson for the Lakers, where Michael Jordan played that small forward shooting guard role, and he was a perimeter shooter that could move in and cut you break your ankles and dunk the fuck out of you. Um, I mean, talking in prime, you got the flu game. The era that they played in was different. Michael Jordan played with the hand checks where you, the, the superstar doesn't get the penalties all that often or the fouls, I guess I'm probably starting Michael Jordan and I'm benching, benching, uh, LeBron James on this. Okay. That's uh see, and here's why I think I'm going to use different terminology here because in, in my world, when I hear the word sit, that means you're just not starting. You're on the bench. You're waiting to get in. So you're kind of, you're waiting for that superstar yeah. to fade out. So this is the way it's going to work for me. Cause I, I'm going to start Kobe Bryant. I'm okay. going to start him. Um, I think that, you know, in my time of watching Kobe, he could just—I mean, he, like you said, he puts up eighty. Um, he averages it was over forty. I mean, the dude just put points on the board. I mean, carried, my man, yeah. my man tore his Achilles and still had to go to the foul line and take yeah. his shots. Like, yeah, and then you know, you also have that that famous uh, check in or the check in pass where uh, ball faked to the face. He doesn't even move. I mean, oh yeah, ice water in his veins. I want him for the first three quarters of that game until he either gets pushed around or he fouls out, and then I want my man, my hero, Michael Jordan, to come in and mop it up in the fourth quarter because no one was as clutch as Michael Jordan. So I have to sit him until it's time for him to come in and mop up these motherfuckers that Kobe's been smacking around for three quarters. Which ultimately leads me to cut LeBron. Um, I think LeBron is the most physically fit and gifted out of the three. But in terms of clutch, who can actually carry a team and not be part of a superstar team, he doesn't fit that criteria. Can he play ball? Absolutely. I mean, he's he's an he's a he's an inside he's almost like an inside linebacker playing basketball. He's huge. He is. But I think when it comes down to 
you know, if there's five seconds left in the fourth quarter and I need someone to throw down a, a two ball on the inside, inside block to win, I want MJ in the game. The the only thing that I, I mean, it's all opinion based. The only thing that I hate about your argument right there is the whole superstar aspect. And the only reason I say that it irks me every time because LeBron James didn't start it. He was just following suit. Look at the Celtics before him. You had Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. You had yeah. four superstars on one team. How mm-hmm. do you compete with that without no, I don't, playing in a I don't league where him. superstars are teaming up is now supposed let, to happen? Let like, me say this. I don't fault him for doing that because that's clearly where we are now at the NBA. I do fault him by saying when he got drafted to the Cavaliers that he would carry that team to a championship. And when he got as close as he could, he couldn't seal the deal. And then they gave him Kevin Love. And Kevin Love was a phenomenal two-man. He was the legitimate Scottie Pippen to Michael Jordan. And LeBron couldn't make it work. All the while, yes, has he been on super teams, the Heat, the Lakers? Yes, absolutely. But when he had his chance to be the man. He brought one home to Cleveland. He brought one to Cleveland, but not when he was given the, the the the. They handed him the crown, and they said, "Take this team." And he could not seal the deal. That's the problem I have with him. He only was able to go ahead and win a championship for Cleveland when he had so many pieces around him. He had a, I mean, a lesser known superstar team, but that that front office did a great job surrounding him with talent. I, I mean, mean to be fair, when he first came into the league. He had Anderson Verjao, Delonte West, Mo Williams. Delonte West was out there supposedly fucking his mom. Like, he, and he should. <laughs> he, he needed somebody besides just him at 18 years old trying to well, carry the team. And the, I'm the not Cavaliers talking about that. that at 18, but, yeah, but he was there yeah. for more years. I, and just your argument that the the Celtics did it, so LeBron should do it. No, just be the bigger person. Like, do this on your well, own. Well, that's the DIY thing. Everybody this says shit. this, but Michael didn't win until he had Pippen and Rodman and Stockton. He won without Rodman. Okay, he yeah. didn't win without Pippen. And Stockton. He didn't. He didn't have Stockton. He didn't have he Stockton. Kerr. That was the Utah. Jazz. Oh, I'm thinking Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. <laughs> Yeah, other white guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had Kukoc, he had Kerr. But here's the thing, though, too, man. Michael Jordan had the Island of but, Forgotten Toys. Yeah, he but had did a bunch he, of people that nobody wanted. Exactly. Did, did, did he want those people, or did he build those people? That's I the think argument. he built those people. Nobody wanted Scottie Pippen. I mean, to be fair, LeBron, I, LeBron brought those people from teams that, and they were their talent was already established. I started when Michael Jordan did that. In this argument when Jordan, me. I know, but, but when Jordan did that, those guys weren't. They're not. Uh, they're not bums, but they're not stars. At the time, on their Pip, teams, Pippen was Pippen was up there. The only one. The I, only I, yeah, one. No, I'll give that to you. Rodman was Pippen, getting thrown Pippen away. Was Kerr was getting thrown away. Rodman, Rodman yeah. was thrown away as just a defensive. Player. Exactly. Yeah. So I Jordan think, brought like, them up. I think that it is. I can agree with the statement made earlier that it is very opinion based. I think each player brings a certain aspect of the game. 
uh, and it's all about what you want. Do you want physicality? Then you pick LeBron. Do you want clutch? Then you pick Michael Jordan. Jordan. Do you want to pick someone who just decimates through a majority of the game? Then you pick Kobe. You know, um, I mean, at this Fair. point, I think anyone can take anybody. But I think too, there's a, you know, there's a deeper aspect to it. if you were to pick, if you were to pick them past their prime. You know what I mean? Like when after they won some championships, like their latter years of time. You know, I think that this this question's significantly different because I think the only consistent player we've seen really in past their prime because I don't think LeBron's really passed it too far, but LeBron has been the only real consistent player past his prime. Yeah, I mean, he's still in the conversation of MVP, MVP and defensive player of the year. Yeah. Year after year. Consistently. Where, I mean, yeah. I'll give I'll give Kobe credit. I was going to say, I'd give Kobe some credit in the past. His prime yeah, I mean, past yeah. his prime, he, was, he still had that instinct. But with Kobe, once he hit that wall, he it wasn't even like a gradual downturn. It's like he hit it and then he became like a role player. Yeah, it went down and it plateaued, but still it plateaued at a high level, but not the same level. Yeah. I can say the one thing that you hear about all these people, uh, all these players at once, is uh, they were past their their prime, they were all kind of difficult to play with. I think that was one thing that was said about all of them, that they were difficult to play with. Um, So speaking of difficult to play with, we uh, dig in email here. Uh, so we kind of put it out there before about writing people's, uh, dating profiles. And we said, you know, just get yourself out there do what you can do. So we got an email here. Um, what's up boys. I took your advice and did some tindering and I found a pretty awesome girl. She's great. And she doesn't care that I'm a thick boy, craft beer nerd, video game playing pro wrestling, Marky Mark. But after our most recent date, she realized, I realized that she is a Red Wings fan. I'm a ride or die Colorado Avalanche fan. I don't know if I can get let 1997 go, and this could be a deal breaker. What do I do? My my two comments to this gentleman. I, be, I it, it is a gentleman. I assume I don't know. No, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a gentleman. Okay, it's a guy. At least he's not a Star Wars fan. But coming from my my roots. Fuck the Red Wings. Leave that bitch on the curb. Oh, no. Do, do not listen to Josh, my friend. Um, if she's accepting you for all of your nerdy downfalls, which are very similar to mine, uh, being a thick boy, being a craft beer nerd, being a wrestling nerd. And being a Star Wars um, nerd. You just rub it in her face. The Red Wings are currently garbage in last place yes. in the conference. I and mean, the Avalanche are in first. The Avalanche are in first right now. So just enjoy the ride. Um, I think I think a good hockey feud, the Red Wings might not be in last, but they're in like seven. No, I, I, I was going to say, I think the Wild are actually in first. No, I think the – I checked it today, the Avalanche are in first. Um, so enjoy the ride. Um and rub it in her face. A good hockey, a good hockey rivalry in a relationship, I think, is healthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, me and my wife both like the Penguins, so I don't have it. But you know, go to the games with each other and jab at each other a little bit, and then go home and 
drink it off together. So you know. Yeah, but see, I I, I don't think I don't think a hockey rivalry is a reason. If she's into craft beer and wrestling, you keep that one. She's yes. A keeper. Yes. Well, see, that's the thing. He didn't. He didn't specify that she's into it. She just he just specified that she doesn't care. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. That's you some nerdy ass shit you're into. Good enough. Yeah. yeah. I got I gotta say too, I have to agree with Adam. You can't listen to a single thing that Josh says because he has no idea what the fuck you're talking <laughs> about. So I would say um you you really can't you can't put too much uh effort if she's about if she's not caring about what you're into, I would say you better reciprocate that first and foremost. If she's into you being all those things, if she's into like watching like YouTube makeup tutorials and all that shit, you better be about that stuff too. You better be on board with that. And if your problem with her is that she is a fan of the Red Wings and you're a fan of the Colorado Avalanche, let's be honest with each other. Neither of those franchises have been relevant at all until very recently with the Colorado Avalanche being in first place. Uh, and they've had some generational talent come through. I think at this point, what you have to do is understand that it's just it's fun and games. I think if she's liking you for the things that you are about and the things that make you happy, then you gotta you gotta ride that out, man. I mean, just because you found a Red Wings jersey doesn't mean that she's an asshole. Now she may be misguided, and you are too, by the way, because you should be liking the Penguins. That's just my personal opinion. Um, but I can't man. I can't hate on the Avalanche. So I, that's that's one of my West teams. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you're picking favoritism in this email to satisfy them, but you continuously shoot down Star Wars for me. So that's good, Josh. Again, so at this point, I gotta say, you gotta just ride it out, man. If you can't let 1997 go, then you don't need to get laid anymore. It's <laughs> It's pretty simple. It's a hockey rivalry that isn't alive anymore. Um, it's got to go, man. Just okay. You found a you found a hot girl on Tinder that doesn't mind that you drink too much and you play video games and watch AEW. Just let it happen. So, but but let me flip the script a little bit on you two. So, if if you're in this guy's scenario, you're doing some Tindering. And you find that she's a Tom Wilson fan. Are you accepting it? You've just negotiated the impossible. Nobody likes Tom Wilson. <laughs> yeah. People on the cap the Capitals team don't like don't like him. I mean, I just don't know how how am I supposed to like him any more than his teammates do. And yeah, I'm still down with it because I'll just rub it in her face when we beat the caps. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it. I thought you were gonna say a Flyers fan, and I was gonna be like, "Oh, that means That's she's in the ECW. We're definitely gonna get along. Yeah. <laughs> we're totally cool." <laughs> Hammerstein Ballroom, baby. <laughs> that was my only hope. Was All like, right, oh, yeah. Jack. Sabu. <laughs> so, just a quick comment from us, and I and I like to believe that I'm speaking for for both uh, Adam and Josh as well when I say this. Um, some of you guys gave us some pretty nice reviews and some five-star uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we can't thank you enough for that. Uh, we are also closing in on 500 downloads, which is something that, you know, is an achievement for smaller podcasts, and we never thought we would see that. So we don't get to do this without you guys listening to us. So 
Uh, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in and liking us and rating us and commenting on us and making fun of us uh, and just anything else. Um, you guys are the reason why we do this. So we're having fun as long as you guys are having fun. So thank you so much. From the bottom of my little heart, I, I do appreciate it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I would, I would like to echo that and a huge thank you for me. But I would also like to challenge you. Find your nerdiest of friends and have them follow, like, and subscribe to us. Yeah, and, and, and let's grow that. Let's grow this thing. Pyramids. Uh, I'm really fun. glad to have you, and I'm sure, like me, you have similar like friends that would love this. So, just just spread it a little bit for us. Would really appreciate it. Yeah, and like Josh said, we are not a Ponzi scheme. We don't ask you for money. You know, Josh was <laughs> trying to say we're a pyramid scheme. We are not. We don't ask you for money yet, um, but when we do, we will definitely be a Ponzi scheme. Uh, so speaking of Ponzi schemes, Adam, can you tell the great people out there <laughs> what's on tap in the Jojitorium? Bash Brew is not a Ponzi scheme either. We are just money laundering, God damn it! <laughs> anyway, so on the number one tap, we have the Jojitator Orange Blossom Honey Double IPA. Available on draft and in bottles. So good. Tap number two, new this weekend, is the New Zealand Pilsner. It is a pale Pilsner coming in at 5.8%. It's a nice, light, crispy lawnmower beer uh, with some really tropical fruity hops. It's coming off really nice. Uh, Also available in bottles and on tap. On tap number three, we have the Mom Jeans Mimosa-inspired ale. You guys have a Brute ale uh mixed with some orange juice uh to come up with this cocktail inspired beer at 6.8 on tap and in bottles and finally with i think maybe two bottles left we have the drunken donut jelly donut ipa and just a forecast into the future we have a jalapeno pineapple triple ipa that should be ready coming into Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we do. And after that, coming into Father's Day weekend, early early to mid-June, we will have Dad Shoes Lemon Shandy Blonde Ale coming out. Which is one of my personal favorites. I, uh, Being a dad, I can tell you that I was able to drink Dad Shoes last year while I mowed the grass, and it's exactly what it is uh, – marketed to be it is a dad refresher especially after yeah. you cut as much grass as i do so yeah, when that, that comes out that, you gotta grab some that dad shoes should be coming in at about five percent so it'll be a nice like crispy and the triple if it ferments as it has been should be about 10.2 percent let's go i'll tell you the lineup right now is killer you've got a solid mix of a little bit of something for just about everybody yeah, and if you want to find out what's happening in the Brew Lab, all you have to do is search out Bash underscore Brew on Facebook and Instagram. Do not forget to follow him on Untapped. Uh, he is on all social media. And if you want to order beer, all you have to do is just DM us, and we'll see what we can do to hook you up. Also, if you want to find out what's happening here with Decaying with the Boys, all you have to do is find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DecayingWTB. And also, keep sending in your listener emails, questions, and comments decayingwtv at gmail.com don't forget to like subscribe rate and share us and also 
you can support us by supporting the people who support us. So don't forget to check out anchor.fm as well as smoothmyballs.com slash DWTB to get 15% off your entire order. And we do get a little piece of that. And I can tell you that if you help us out, we get to get more stuff into the Jojitorium and we get to bring you some killer stuff. So help them help us to help you. So help them ladies out guys. Exactly. So until next time from the boys to you, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.